This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Let's read <laughs> um, 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians 2, 11. As we are to start from 2 Corinthians 2, 11. I, the Bible says, lest Satan should get an advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his devices. Lest Satan should get an advantage. In other words, Satan is an opportunist. And he can easily capitalize on ignorance or weakness. Paul said that it is possible if care is not taken that Satan takes advantage of you because you are ignorant of his devices. You don't suspect his plans. You are not familiar with his ways of doing things and then you can play into his hands. Hallelujah. We are still on the same subject. But I'm, I'm sensing, can I have your seat briefly? A call for us to pray this morning. Because of the ignorance of many Christians... Satan is taking advantage of their ignorance to afflict them. And there is an aspect again I want to deal with and probably that's what we do on the three services even though we are going to get into it from different angles. We started by saying that our believers open the door for the devil unknowingly and we look at words and some other things but there is a scripture that you are very familiar with and I want us to pay attention to. One of the things which I might be getting a bit more into a second service, what are familiar spirits? Anytime you see a pattern, people call it ancestral spirits. Deliverance ministers have given all kinds of names. But it is good to let the Bible explain what is going on. Why I'm going this way is this, and this is why it's good to say this even before we start praying. It is important that you go for the word of God intentionally, or you are more organized or intentional about how you listen to a message. After Jesus said, Take it how you hear. What many Christians do. If, when are we going to get corrected on so many wrong things that we do? What many people do is to be in general class, okay, pray, uh, just go to church, listen to the word of God. Many don't deliberately apply the word of God to their lives and there is nothing that changes you except the word of God. So if a Christian is broke, 
He must go for messages and look at the word of God. What does God say about poverty and prosperity? Many people don't live that way. They just pray. In church today, pray to... Are you deliberate about your Christian life? In other words, you need to itemize things that you are... You, I, I lack these things. But I know that they are in God. I need to be deliberate about my, me bringing them into my life. It will not happen automatically. So a Christian is sick over and over again. A Christian is trusting for the fruit of the womb. Have you sat down to check what, what the Bible says about children, about health, over and over again before you start praying? You must have light. Light equals truth. Did you get what I've just said? Honestly, if this is the only thing I'm able to pass across this morning, intentional Christianity is scarce. Here is a believer that wants to get married. He has never sat down to ask, what does our kingdom manual say about marriage? See, a man who prays from the position of light, let me say this to you. And I've always been praying that by the grace of God, that God will open your eyes to begin to say to the realm of the spirit. Don't look for it. Don't look for angel. But, you know, during the meeting at Belkuta, I think I need to make reference to this severally. Lawrence Sawyer is somebody that prays for hours. It is true. He's part of the assignment God gave him. Sometimes he does 60, 60 hours straight. Now he put up something I saw it like some months ago, Bible challenge on social media. Bible challenge. Then it was explained that Belkuta what led to that. So he told all the church members, that they more now is beginning to pastor the father's ministry that they must read new testaments i think he said in five days or in one week you must read from Matthew to revelation and they made the compulsory in the church now or maybe two weeks then he was you know it can be it's, this is a warrior it's very tough it's not friendly like myself like a pastor so <laughs> if even if he's preaching you can see that it's not this uh, nice guy then he said, <laughs> on Sunday, he said, no, I did not do what I asked you to do. Stand up. I said, you have to choose one of the two. Three days dry fasting. Or three days you read the Old New Testament. Which one? Of course, people don't like to fast. All right, okay, we will read. And a woman decided to sit down to start reading about 40 chapters a day. Not just to read, to study. She had fasted and prayed that, Lord, open my eyes to the Spirit. It never happened. As she got to a certain point in the Bible, she just looked up and she saw angels all over the room. And she began to count their number and they will appear, disappear, appear. She ran to come and tell it. Right, so when he said that, he too went home and began to read again. And now he found out that, so, what I'm pushing with fasting and praying can also be gotten by just the word. Reverend Joseph was studying the Bible one day. He was so engrossed that Jesus walked in physically, put his hand on the shoulder, and he said, My son, you are reading about me and vanished. Why do. So, the Bible has a lot to say about many things, but you don't bother to check. Let's pray. Oh, Father, God, help me, help me, help me. 
help you about what? If God answers your prayer the way you are praying, you can't even help somebody else because you have no truth to share with the person. Oh, God taught me this. It's better than I just pray. Let's just pray. Because anything God teaches you can teach your children and teach the next generation and teach people forever. Can teach your friends. When God opens your eyes to see, you are going to find that when two people are praying, the one who has light, all of us being in the spirits. This is why two people will say in Jesus' name, demons will respond to one and they will not respond to one. They can see the one that is speaking from his mouth and they can see the one that is speaking from his spirit. When we all sit together like this, we look alike. But if you bring a demon, uh, we don't bring a demon here. If you bring an angel here, they can tell the enlightened ones and those who are not. And it's a function of the light that we have. And your Bible is in your hand. I'm saying this as a foundation because I want to share some very thought-provoking stuff. I have, since I got born again, I've been asking questions. Why do people make wrong decisions at all times? Not on small, small things where you can buy wrong car, all those ones have it. But when it comes to real matters of life, honestly speaking, I can tell when some people are about to get into the wrong marriage and there's nothing you tell them until they enter, they will not stop. And then I can see when some people, when the spirit is pushing them to end their marriage, there's nothing you can tell them. It ends, it is 20 years after they are regretting before their children. I shouldn't have let your mother go. I shouldn't have let your father go. But at that moment, that they will not make that mistake, nothing can stop it. Then I remember the case of remote control and what is going on. Everybody can see that this guy don't resign this job. But he goes, oh, no, no, I, I, this, this business this is what I want to do. And he stops the job and he goes straight down into serious poverty. And guess what? When the father was 35 or so, he resigned his job and he lost everything. He said that thought will just appear in the horizon and begin to push the guy. And no matter how many of you are trying to advise him, no, this is it. I can count on my hands. People that everybody at a point, even their father and mother were begging them, something is wrong with this girl. No, 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 no. Three years after the marriage, marriage ended, sent her away, and is bearing the pain till now. I can count about four people. Why is it that some people just don't see when they're about to fall into a ditch? That's what I want to show you from God's word. Why? You know, there are many people in the church. They have joined the church, but they are yet to be transformed. So many people. There is only one way that if you are born again, demonic entities and their operations around you and in your family can still be operating in your life. There is only one way. And that's what I want to look at. Because ideally, it shouldn't be so. But remember what we just read now. Satan is an opportunist. He can take advantage if he's given one. Then, of course, we started this whole thing, reading Ephesians 4.27. 
The Bible says, give no place to the devil. That one is more direct. In other words, if you give him a place, he will operate the place. Secondly, it is possible to give Satan a place. It's a very short verse. Neither give place to the devil. That means you can give devil place. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Give no place to the devil. Mm. It is not being in a church that gives a man victory. Being in a church is supposed to do something to you that if it does not happen, you will still be like a non-believer only that you carry Bible around. It is not praying per se that changes a man. Praying is supposed to give you an opportunity to change. There is only one material that changes a person. That's the word of God. It can be as a result of your prayer that God will send the word to you, a teaching to you. But it is a teaching that does the job. Because something must happen to you inside there. So what is in Proverbs 4.23? No longer a slave to fear. I am. We can never be played. I'm no longer. Let's read verse 23 together. What does it say? Everybody want to go loud and clear. Where are the issues of life? You know, thank you, Lord Jesus. They left Egypt. And years after they left Egypt, 39 years after, they were still dying, destruction going on. Leaving Egypt does not intimidate the devil until you have taken care of one thing. That's why I want to enter into properly second service. And this one, it will fight you. What is the greatest battle that a Christian will ever fight? It is very simple and direct. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. When you talk of warfare, all the enemies of my father's house, all, all of them, they are not, they are like this. The major thing is that those things, before God, they are small, but they have done something big in your soul. That no matter where you go in life, it's like remote control. The TV can be far. If there is something connected, maybe infrared or so, it will change the channel. The one who owns the remote can always. So you can move the TV from here and move it here, move it here, move it here, move it here. If he has the remote, he will still be controlling the channel from where he sits. What you should do. I got a car one time. And my mechanic wanted to fix something from inside the car. And he looked under a new car. Within it, he looked inside. And he found out that they still left their tracker. They use MTN, MTN SIM card. Some car sellers do that. That people will pack their car in a wedding and it will disappear. There are all kinds of vices in the country. You understand what I'm saying? Very well. 
people have entered and when they do that they actually target when you go for that either for a most likely if a car is sold to a person and they will steal it again it's always been a public function because they are spare key so this truck has to track where you are you're parking somewhere in the wedding you know, usually when you don't have time to do have opportunity of parking inside you park by the road so the tracker tells them you are in Alausana eating jollof rice. And they just come, take the car, and go. It's quite common. So the guy saw it. Now, ownership has changed. But there was still a monitoring device that could still make the ownership go back to them. Very true. The guy removed it and he showed me. They even put it on the internet using them. I have the SIM card in my car up to now. The SIM card they were using. And they said, sir, this is wrong. How can they sell a car to you? And he said, but not that you bought it from somebody. So a car to you. Said this is a car that they just brought in as Togo. But why did they put tracking, uh, all those devices and everything inside? In a sophisticated way. That they can monitor your movement. And the guy caught everything. showed me. I have all the devices. A machine, an SIM card and everything there. Many people have left the car lot of Satan. But there is still a monitoring device. And what activates it? See, it's very similar to the uh, uh, internet aid that we are in. There is signal in the air. Everything is in the cloud. Everything is there. Why? That's what the Bible gives that warning. Guide your hearts with all diligence. Please give us another translation. It's a strong warning. If I pray, if I love God, and I still think the same way, I will still be vulnerable to the same spirit. Oh Lord Jesus. Guide your heart above all else, for it is a source of life. Ah, which Bible is the HCSB? God bless the author of this one. This is very. Can we, everybody, please read it together? Oh. Mm. Some of you will know the pastor I'm talking about. It's a national name in the country, but I have always learned not to mention it. Pussy. If you don't mention it, pussy, no matter how much you tell the story, they can't accuse you of. Why do so? Let's say this way. You know, this pastor, I know many of you here, you've watched him on TV and you have actually seen it, you've heard him share this testimony. His great-grandpa planned to marry, fell in love with a lady, and that was the only wife he planned to marry. His mother came visiting, the great-grandpa's mom. And that morning, they were all gisting. Himself, that's grandpa, the mother, and the wife. And they had a wonderful time. And he went to farm. When he came by, he met the mother outside crying and said that your wife punched my face and he sent her away. And then he married second, third, for he got to like sixth. His grandpa did the same thing. Now, his father, when it, when it was the turn of his father, his father's mother was not alive. So it was the father's elder sister who came to the house. The same thing. The father was a chief man. They were gisting. And the father took his hoe and strode out. By the time he came back, the sister said that the wife punched her. And he drove her away and married 11. 
also one number, one number like that. I can't remember the number. Then he became a pastor. And he said that morning, he was going to office. They were in the kitchen or something. He said, my wife and all of them, they spoke and he left. And by the time he came back, his mother said that the wife insulted her and punched her, pushed her out, did something, the same thing. And he said he was going on, so he to call all the elders together in church and tell her, see, I'm sent, I need to know, I'm accountable to the old church. I wanted to know why she, you will hear that I have sent away my wife. And then the Lord said to her, to him, send her away and marry six like your ancestors. That you have served God for many years does not mean that the familiar spirit will go. What totally incapacitate them and separate you completely is a lie that is in you. Which means that there must be a change in how you think. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 10 for I will close for this and then we continue second service. If Christianity does not change you, maybe later I will give some warnings. Ah, I, I, I know Christians. Their decision-making process is never from the Bible. They have already fallen to the hands of the enemy. If you are listening to me, you read things on the net, in books and other things. They are the ones that shape your ideology of any aspect of your life. You have already given Satan an advantage in that area. The way you raise children is what you have read on the internet. That's what the Bible said. That we will not boast of things. Seven times ten. No, no. I'm going to go to verse. Verse. Let's start from verse uh, two. From verse two. I beseech that I might be present with you that confidence where I think I'm bold against some where you think I see walk according to the flesh. Now verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we live with people, physical people. Physical people provoke us, they annoy us. You do business with men. But Paul said, be spiritually wise to know. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. All my enemy die. Hi. We do not war after the flesh. That's not to speak against churches that pray like that. I'm just talking. I don't speak against people, and you know. We do it's a warning. We do not war. The moment human beings a, a person becomes the object and then the focus of your warfare, you are already in error and you are dead on arrival. You are defeated already. My mother-in-law is the problem. People have entered the system married that way before they saw that nobody's your problem. Your problem is inside you. You know, I picked up a book and I was reading. Not written by Christians. Psychologists in America, professors of psychology. And they said that first marriage is always the best. All of them wrote that 90% of those who will divorce who, who walk away from their first marriage will walk away from two or three other marriages. These are not Christian. It's, it's statistics. But some people will not know that they are the problem and that they are way of thinking until it is too late. 87% of women who left their husband except for domestic violence and abuses. 
I'm not, uh, I will never support any woman staying in an abusive relationship. And please, this is not any way to say that uh, people should not leave when it is obvious everything is upside down. That's not what I'm saying. Hope you get what I'm saying. But I'm just saying that certain times what people should sit and work on actually when you always think the other person is the man keeps thinking that the woman is the problem the woman is thinking that the man is the problem where are they are both the two of them they are the problem are you with me i think that out of if i have spoken to maybe like 70 to 90 couples Maybe only 10 that you will see that only one, the one person is actually extremely guilty. In most cases, they are the two sides. But one wants you to help him blame the other person. Another person wants you to help him blame. And when you are not, you are in trouble. And I, I remember I told somebody one day, I am not your wife, I'm not your husband. I'm a neutral person. I have listened to two of you, I've listened to now. You are both in deep nonsense. You both need to repent. But one we always think, no, 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 you don't understand. And then they say that I'm not saying I'm a saint, so shut up. So you are not a saint. Why, why don't you start by fixing your own problem? But you see, rebellious mind. That's what the Bible calls the hardness of hearts. Jesus used that word when it comes to marriage. Hardness of hearts. So that's how he put separate. Say so it's not sacred, it's hardness of hearts. A heart that you cannot bend to the word of God. No, you don't understand. No, that's not what I'm saying. Hardness of hearts. In the midst of the conference in Alberta, they still brought a case to me. What is wrong with people that they are in church, but the word of God cannot penetrate their hearts? And I was like, the man, I was, the woman I was talking to, I said, look, of all the things you have listed, this guy is not a bad guy. Does he have mistakes? Yes. But these are not things outrageous. I mean, I thought we would mention some, but she's made up her mind. I said, no problem. Now, in fact, you know, the only regret I have is that I actually used my 20 minutes to talk to you. Because welfare brought food and I was talking to you. Is it? It's painful. They brought fried rice and fish. And I was talking, I was talking to you. That was the part that pained me. I mean, I should have just enjoyed the food and even they brought fruit juice with it. And I was talking to you. Hardness of hearts. Does it hit you? No. Does it do? I was asking, I like being, I was asking questions one after the Does it know? Okay, so what does it do? The way it talks. I, I said, look, listening to you truly. A man shouldn't be talking this way. Say, so, but this is not. So you think all of that women, their husband are talking well. <laughs> but anyway, it's not marriage seminar. Pastor Gisley will be here next month with his wife. So there will be a very powerful marriage seminar. Are you with me? Oh Lord. Oh God. So we are reading second. Let, let's continue to read that, that, that second instead. Are you getting me? I just want it is possible that before Jesus returns, there is a church where everybody gets it right. And that's my prayer for all of us. 
two of you married yesterday. Color and uh, peace. I was driving fast on the express just to meet the wedding, but the traffic on this beggar. But as it goes somewhere, when I drove in, they were just about leaving, so they still took picture with me. And I said, Dear Lord, bless this home. Now they are in the same choir. God forbid that we start hearing. Somehow, just say, what, what is the problem? Usually, unforgiveness. But it is coming from hardness of heart, a heart that is very hard. Many years ago, when a man walked up to me and he told me that his wife was sleeping with somebody in the office and they decided to let go, she broke down, she repented, and said it's over, tried to just start afresh. If you see them today, you will never know that anything ever happened. I said open their mouth and tell their children. What's that people cannot go for? I am against domestic violence and abuse, but I'm saying that petty, petty things. If you are listening to me and you are a mother, you are on the other side, you are old, don't double into people's issue. I mean, don't go to your children's house and be controlling everything. Why is this soap? This soap is too big. Why do you have 14 meat in the pot? Why not uh, six? <laughs> you should see some what some in laws do. It's painful. Honestly, forever I bless God for my mom. She comes to visit you. She sits here. She doesn't stand there. You will even think you will not know how educated my mom is. She will, it took my wife many years. Sooner my mom can drive her. She will just stay. If you put it on Arsenal versus Chelsea, that mommy will never say, "Can you help me change that channel?" And she will never. We are three guys. I'm the last guy. All of us are wives. She will never ask you, any of our wives, "This is what I want to eat." What, what do you want to eat? What do you plan to eat today? I'm just a member of the family. I will eat whatever you are planning to eat. Yeah. For my elder brother's wife, because she had tears, my mom will go to market for them and everything. She would never say, this is my son's house. I'll start saying things. Never. If she's in the kitchen, she'll be asking the wife at home, sorry, uh, uh, what do you want us to cook? Can I assist you? What do you want me to do? Why you cook? Can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do that? No. All the wives, including my wife, they always want my mom to come around. Absolutely peaceful. And my, wife, my wife's mom is like that also. Absolutely. She has lived with us. She has never. So start saying that. So they, they don't dabble into what is going on. They will just be like, well, when I was not living with you, you were living your life. So now that I'm here for just three weeks, I should not be putting mouths. So you are scolding your son. And that's too much. Is that how you shout? <laughs> Why am I saying this today? Let me listen. My marriage is not my priority today. I just said, for we walk in the way. We do not walk after the flesh. Why? Verse 4. Let's end it this way. But is somebody getting something from what I'm saying? Now, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. What are kind of weapons? When you start using men and people to help you out, 
So, Anthony is against me. So, the way I want to fight him also is to make Boluaga and poison him about Anthony so that we can be ally. So, at least me to have a partner now. The Bible said the weapon, they are not carnal. But they are mighty. Through God, pulling down what? Where are strongholds? Belief systems that are inside you. Le Rouste cast Zoster. Last night I was here praying. Why praying? My eyes were open. That's why I said that time is almost said that we pray a little. See, on your seat, lift up your hand. A thought that will come to you that you will obey and that will bring you down. May God save you from such thoughts. Pray in a minute. Suggestions, mindsets, and say mindsets that are inside you that are anti scripture, mindsets, way of interpreting things that will always lead to error. The way you interpret life, ways of interpreting things. As God to uproot every mindset that is contrary to his plan, let him uproot them from you. Every mindset. In Jesus' name. So this is how it works. The moment, the moment, the first generation, Satan placed them with poverty or delay or whatever. When the next generation gets born again or somebody there, Satan is scared that you are born again, but he also knows that not all born again Christians deliberately expose themselves to the word of God. It will just as long as the mindset, some of the mentalities of people before you are inside you, Satan doesn't have a problem at all. Paul began to address the church and he started telling them, pulling down stronghold. Next verse, verse 5. Verse 5, please. Is the man lost in prayer? <laughs> Verse 5 of the same chapter. Casting down what? There are imagine if you your Christianity has not reached this. If you have not been able to cast down some imaginations, even though you are in the church, you are still going to have problems. Casting down imaginations. And every I think that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. There is a knowledge of God, this is, this is, which is the word of God. But there are things in your mind. They exhort themselves against the knowledge of God. When it's time to make sure they are the ones that strengthen your decision, not the word of God. Can I warn? See, you need to be careful of voices you listen to. Can be a single lady, you are not yet married. But the people that are talking to you about marriage, what are they telling you? Against the knowledge of God. Against the knowledge of God. Somebody told me one time, if a man has friends who don't treat their wives very well, 
and it does not detach from them. One or two things. Either you are so strong that they begin to, for your sake, treat their wives well, or very soon you will join them. Evil communication will corrupt good manner. And if a woman, your best friends, are people that are they, they are not settled in any home. And anytime you see, the way they talk about men, nobody can boss me around though, men. That's the issue some people want to go into feminist movement and discuss on Facebook. Some have unresolved anger. I know a lady who pursued, pursued somebody that some of you know. And when she couldn't get the person, all of a sudden she became a feminist teacher. Men are this, men are this. Anger, anger. You try to get one, he now proposed to somebody else. One Tyler. So you start talking. Men are this, men are that. Men are that. Check most of the people who go for that kind of movement. Check their story. Yeah. Some truly they fell in love with someone and the person betrayed them. You, you should not, you, know, you were stabbed. Yes, that's bad. But trust God to heal you. Don't make a doctrine out of it. We are sorry that somebody did that to you. But what you should do is not to now start saying. It's as people who speak against churches also. You go, the pastor did something wrong. Yes, I understand truly. You were messed up by a church. Collected something from you. In, I even heard of a pastor that raped a, a, somebody's daughter. I understand. That is terrible. You can take up that particular person, but don't now start saying all these churches. No. Everybody can be the same. Are you with me? Mindsets. Casting out every thought, bringing into captivity. Every word. Everybody shout that word. What's captivity? The Bible is saying that arrest some thoughts, arrest them, arrest some thoughts. If I am, if any one of you quiet now, you want to get married, I will ask you to show me your friends. Who are the closest people to you? And I can tell you the destiny of your marriage. A child as a lady, who are the closest people to you? And as a man also, you go out to sit down with the friends, and all they talk about is how women are useless. You are going to get to man think that yours is useless also evil communication you know I end on this note an, this one is a good advice I can mention when were UI the chaplain then the old one another one came when we were still in UI it's now the bishop of Anglican Diocese Enugu I'll say this I was the bishop of Anglican very fantastic man. He said something one day. He was a professor in UI then. Now he has gone to Enugu State to become the Bishop of Agla. If they have not moved from Enugu. But last time I heard of him, he was a Bishop and he told me, he just looked at me and he said, so I was the pastor of a fellowship there. So his children were in our fellowship. And he said, I won't allow, he was talking about his kids. They were my eight, one of them was my senior, now my senior, now my junior. There were four of them in UI at that time. And he said, I will not allow any of these people to marry a divorce, somebody whose parents divorced. That no way. Now, he wasn't exactly saying that he will put his foot down and will say, no, no. He just told them that. Later, I realized that he didn't mean it that way. 
he told them that because of one reason. So later I asked him, we're trying to get that. Dad, dad, why did you say that? He just said, I see. When there's a mindset that when things are rough, you pack your bag and leave. He said that mindset will cascade down. That instead of solving a problem, the person will leave. He now said that there's nothing wrong marrying divorce, but you must be sure that the one you are married has broken free. These are not... This is not a message to blame or attack people. You don't blame a sick person, but you need to tell the sick person what is going on. Doctors will tell you, see, this is what is going on. You need to tell the poor people don't know. And they'll be gravitating towards those who will help you to go the same direction. When a family is broke, first generation, second generation, third generation, now that one is a Christian, it does not mean that automatically as a Christian you will start experiencing prosperity until you disable that device, which is the way of there is a way of thinking that attracts the same spirit that has been in charge to continue to be in charge. That's why they are called familiar, they are familiar with the activities of the family. And what makes them familiar is that they are familiar with your thought pattern. Once they lay hold of that thought pattern, they will replicate the results of your people before you. Very true. If it is sickness, they come in by making you afraid. Now you are 49. Others die 52. When that thought starts coming, that truly your daddy died 52, grandpa died 53, it's like I'm around the arena. You are, the remote is working. That Bible said, bring it, give me another translation. Every thought, that means thought must be captured. You arrest the way police will arrest a robber. And you lock up the thoughts in the prison. He said, bringing every thought into captivity. Capture them. Say, I won't let you walk freely. May I arrest you? When you arrest them, banish them from your life. Are you with me? I've always said that if parents gave us a right way of thinking, blessed are thou. Because some people, their parents have done the better job before their arrival. Now, you are a Christian, you should do more for your children. Mindsets. Never transfer to your children mentality that will make their marriage fail. You have killed those kids. They are going to be praying, but the warfare they are fighting, there is a brick you will put inside them, and it is you. Things will say to them, they are night. You tell yourself women are useless, and you expect them to grow up and respect them. He can be a choir master tomorrow or a pastor and still be slapping his wife. He's dealing with age-long problem. He's inside. Except he listens to a teaching like this. How many of them do I know? I know one who can fast for seven days without food and water. And the way he still treats his wife. And people were warning him that time. Now the woman is gone. What will make a man to have a counter with God face to face and these things are still there? Of course, you know, but this one is not even Nigeria. He's a white man, a popular white man on TV. He's still on TV now. He has one of the best TV stations. Many of you know the person I'm talking about. It's just that it's not, people don't really know him. One time, he was more popular than Negin and the rest of them. That guy, the way he used to preach and worship in those days. The TV now is now very small, but it's still on my TV. They still show it once in a while. His great-grandpa, 
wanted to marry a lady I loved. And the parents of the lady said no. If I ended up marrying somebody else, but I didn't really love the person. If Fidelity came, Greg was a pastor. He loved lineage of pastors. And then they put the guy out of ministry and everything. And he went to oblivion. His father fell in love with a lady in the church, and the lady's parents said no. And then married somebody in church, infidelity and everything. The father was put out of pastoral work because church council found him guilty of sleeping with women in church and then like that. This guy, one name that shook the whole of America, many of the apostles I'm talking about, the same thing. He fell in love with a lady. He was a very popular young evangelist and ladies and gentlemen said no and then like that. My, see, this thing I'm telling you, it is serious. Otherwise, you are just going to be Jesse wanted to kill Elijah. Elijah said, I'm not better than my father. That was an absurd statement to make. It keeps you in the arena of the people who have been around you, yet you are believing God for a change. And truly, you might have been the one that God has chosen to lift up the name of your family. But the forces will come for you. And it's not about anything deliverance. It's a mindset. Mind, mind. And we are going to look at more into the Bible. Says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. It's about this mind. If God doesn't touch it, he has not touched anything about you. Mindset. Every high-minded thing that is raised up against the knowledge of God, taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, every high-minded thing. Mentalities are strong, man. They smell in the realm of the spirit. So they are trial forces equivalent to what they smell. Mentality. Yeah. You know the people that they call accident prone victim. It's nothing more than the work of familiar spirit. They have an accident once, they become afraid. And as long as that fear is there, the accident will keep repeating itself. So they need to deal with fear, not go around for deliverance. Yeah. Say so mom died of cancer when she was 49. Now the guy is 47 or the lady and she's afraid. This is what to deal with. Not to go around and ask somebody to pray for you and say, I want to give it, just pray. It is to address that in Jesus' name. And then begin to, you, you just don't speak prayer. When it comes to this arena, a new information, in other words, you must be reprogrammed. So you must find yourself searching scriptures that assures of a long life. When you meditate on them long enough, it will kick out the old information. When it does, the spirit will recognize that they can no longer control you without any external deliverance. You have been delivered from inside. They can't. As a matter of fact, you become a new creation. They can't identify you anymore. Their mark on you is the mentality. Now mentality is no more there again. You are no more the same. This is what the Bible expects us to use church and the word of God for. When you come to every Sunday, prepare to receive. Then I said something at the beginning, which I'm ending with right now again. Please, be intentional about Bible study and messages. And prayer, be intentional. Yes. You must have the light in a sufficient measure. Let's rise. Is someone blessed today? Jesus, I'm ready to get it.
Malahashtalavas Rikosondorobos. When Adam said he was naked, the first person goes, Who asked you that you are naked? Who told you? There must always be an information from another source, contrary to the word of God. Contrary to the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. We go more into this second service. You are victorious in Jesus' name. Over the forces all over the world, greater is it that is in you than the one that is in the world. In the name of Jesus Christ, as far as you are concerned, there is nothing like evil patterns. Your path is as light that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. Redefinition of things starts with you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Put your hands together and give God praise. Hello, thank you for watching us. We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him and it's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to implore you now to give your heart to Christ and by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously, he has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now, and I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us for more of this. God bless you.